0: Hi, welcome to the Trauma Thrivers Podcast. Delighted to have you with us. I'm Lula Bentz, your host, a psychotherapist, a trauma expert, and a survivor myself. Lovely to have you with us. The Trauma Thrivers Podcast is for anybody who has been through any sort of developmental trauma or who has complex PTSD. This podcast aims to help educate, inspire and support those of us that are on a trauma healing journey. We've got stories, steps and various solutions to trauma to help you heal. If you'd like more information or tips or tools or strategies, please go to traumathrivers.com. You can also find this podcast on on my YouTube channel, Lula Bent's Trauma Thrivers. If you'd like to join our community of Thrivers, please find us on Facebook under Trauma Thrivers. Chiron Clinics proudly sponsors the Trauma Thrivers podcast. Chiron Clinics offer residential and outpatient treatment for anyone trying to recover from the effects of trauma. Chiron's clinics look through the lens of trauma to treat common mental health problems and behavioral disorders, which can lead to self-harming, addictions, depression, anxiety and relationship issues. All treatment protocols used at Chiron clinics use the latest research on trauma in the brain as a guide and the combination can be highly effective in restoring nervous system regulation. For more information, see chironclinics.com. Welcome to Trauma Thrivers in the Podcast, and today I'm delighted to introduce you to Lorna Evans. Lorna is an integrative psychotherapist and also a yoga teacher, and she holds an MSc in Body Awareness and Psychotherapy. She integrates her therapy and her yoga practice with a focus on the body, breath and movement in the treatment of trauma. Lorna also speaks on radio and television and runs many groups and workshops across the UK. You can find more details out about Lorna and what she does at the mindmovement.co.uk. We are so honoured to have you here and thank you for giving us your very valuable time, Lorna, this morning.
1: You are very welcome, Lou, and also thank you for your interest in my work and inviting me to speak to your group. It's very important that I have that connection, so thank you. Oh, pleasure. Well, I'm fascinated, and I
0: hope that listeners will also be fascinated in your interest in yoga and psychotherapy, being both a yoga teacher and a psychotherapist, and your integration of the two. Mm. Because when we spoke about doing this podcast, we wanted to talk about trauma-sensitive yoga and really why talking in your estimation, isn't enough. Mm. And I wondered whether you could start with perhaps saying a little
1: bit more about that. Yeah. Um, so that's a great question. Thank you for starting with that. So within my own training, I um, as, a th- as a therapist, I thought it would be full of the body and noticing. And actually it wasn't. And my journey to get me there, and I just need to rewind a little bit here, is that I um, used to have a really stressful job, at points I still do, um, and that led me to being really stressed, and then maybe not using the best and most helpful coping mechanisms. Yeah. But I'm also dyslexic, and I work in the creative industry, so I'm very... Visual, and I always have been, even as a child, and being able to notice. So it's really about noticing. Um, And then yoga was something that made me well. And I then trained as a teacher, but it was a little bit Eastern and a little bit chakra and a little bit this, which is great. However, I needed to understand how this was making me well and my students well so I could explain it. So very much my journey to training as a therapist is the same it's the same path okay and my my eye opener was when i got into this training this you know sort of over a decade long now i mean that there was no body there the body was not there um and i understand i had to train clinically to be safe but really the the body wasn't there which was really it was really difficult for me and i and It also helped me decide what I was going to do my master's on and have my trajectory on around integrating the body and therapy. And what's brilliant now is that there's never been a better time where people are more interested. Therapists, clients, people, people know, people know. Um, And it's, it just highlights often the split between mind and body So my work's really about bringing that together so people begin to notice what's happening in their body so we can start to care for ourselves a little bit earlier rather than get into crisis.
0: Okay. Mm. And for the lay person or the person that wants to know more about the body and why it's so important to bring it into the journey, Mm. particularly healing from trauma... What would you say why the body is so important and getting into the body and being with the body and just noticing Mm. is almost key to our healing journey?
1: Mm. Yeah, absolutely it is. And I also have to say that it's not for everybody. From a real health, wave the flag, yeah? And that is also okay. However, clients more and more, they bring their bodies into therapy. So um, for our, I have to encourage therapists to notice. The first step is around what they notice in their client's body. So we're bringing something from the unconscious into consciousness. They may, they may have a walk or often if someone's not feeling great or they're depressed or they're anxious, their pace may be high. Where's the eye contact? What does the therapist notice? And then it's how safely... We can bring that into awareness with the client. The client may even name parts of their body. I felt it in my gut, my heart, the breathing. They've often touched their body. And how we safely bring this into awareness. Okay. And the the next step of that is really when the client is able to... Because therapy is about noticing, right, and raising awareness. And, my gosh, they come in and say, I wish I hadn't known this because I'm bloody noticing everything now right <laughs> but what happens is they're noticing when they're hungry when the blood pressure is not great when they're not sleeping and w- and this in turn triggers when we need to self-care okay to be able to name the anxiety what's going on what am I holding where's the pain what's triggered that it takes time and it's really around the word noticing okay yeah so
0: Noticing first, and then what are the most important things that you teach to your clients that you find is really helpful for them to know?
1: Yeah, absolutely. The most important tool in the body is the breath. Right. Okay. And very often with trauma, we've lived up here all the time. So just to be able to notice that my breath's here. So with anxiety, it's higher energy. Wow. High, so like the window of tolerance, okay. Yeah. So, I'm so high energy with anxiety. So, the breath is here. So, are we able to maybe inhale for four? We can do this together, Lou. So, we inhale Lovely. for four, three, four, long exhale for six, one, two, three, four, five, six. If we're super anxious, inhale yeah. and just blow it out from here, so a moment of coming back to here,
0: the breath. And what's that doing to our autonomic nervous system?
1: Yeah, so what that does, like this, is from being high in our nervous system, so the the sympathetic, and sympathetic again, sounds like, oh, I'm being sympathetic, but sympathetic (laughs) means that the tiger's chasing me, the bull's chasing me down the street in Spain, covid's chasing me right so it's up so when we are high in the sympathetic nervous system when we exhale for longer inhale for four exhale for six as long as it's longer it brings us down into the parasympathetic nervous system. lovely okay yeah so it activates the parasympathetic nervous system yeah even if it is for a heartbeat it is a moment and a tool for client's to use and integrate. Yeah. And even with children. OK, so you, I work with children, and we even will get pretend there's a cup of hot chocolate. Inhale, <sighs> exhale. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: and that relates the the hyper arousal and the window of tolerance in the middle and then the hypo arousal that also relates to something that's out there now which I know that you know a lot about which is the polyvagal theory
1: yeah yeah so
0: do you teach clients that as well
1: yeah and uh it's I would say that an understanding of the polyvagal theory the vagus nerve is the most important thing for mental health for the next decade
0: okay so can you talk more about that and the vagus nerve
1: yeah so the vagus nerve and i'm not going to keep it really sciencey here because no good <laughs> porges, but yeah. what what are there's often people want to learn the fancy stuff and actually all of the fancy stuff i say go to the last three chapters of everybody's book and it's about healing OK, so the vagus nerve starts at the back of the, the top of the, the brainstem and it's called the wandering nerve. OK, so it, it, it connects all of our major, our major organs. Right. And we need to look after that for wellness. Yeah. moving into thriving here, Lou. OK, so
0: we, we are
1: all about healing and wellness and light. We yes. know about the trauma. The trauma sells the books. The trauma does the workshop. Fine. Let's go to the back of the book. We yeah. Really well, so the tools for the vagus nerve for people to have wisdom on and thrive with and have on their toolbox—it's about vocalization. Okay. Okay. So when trauma has happened, we have had no voice. Choice has been taken away from us. Lack of empowerment. Yeah. So, so true. some some tools. Yeah, absolutely. So it's to, uh, for me, it's sharing the tools that vibrate the vagus nerve. So we can do this now. So imagine a bee, a humming bee. So yeah. We're going, let's do this together, Lou. So imagine a bee. So we're going to go. Mm. 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 And just pause and just notice. Notice where the vibration is.
0: Here and lower down, actually.
1: Mm. So it's where we can begin and use the tools of the breath, of humming. And there are some, they, they're yogic breaths, but they're just breaths. We don't want to put yoga labels on things because it'll mm. just put people off. Because yes. people think that's for the, the skinny, white, rich people or women or whatever the stereotype is. Yes, Let's bring it back to the breath and moving. Okay.
0: Mm. Lovely.
1: Biggest so the nerve, there are many tools, the humming breath, alternative nostril breath, Oh, and yes. And also singing. Lovely. Get singing. Yeah. And sure lots of Yeah. I'm sure lots of members of your group are talking about singing. I've yes. had clients who are the least, most singing people in the world over lockdown having singing lessons and sing. And there beautiful. is a, it's, it's beautiful. And it's what, it's people's choice for whatever fits with them. Yes. But it's giving people choice and options to vibrate this vagus nerve to be well, to okay. thrive. Yes. Yeah.
0: And how does the vagus nerve, to those watching and listening, relate to the polyvagal theory? And how how does the dorsal vagal and the sympathetic and is it the ventral vagal, how yeah. do they all relate? And why do people need to know? How do you teach it when you teach your clients?
1: What I do is, I, with my clients in the room, I don't go into that much detail. Don't you? I think it'll confuse people too much. Okay.
0: Okay. If
1: someone is really academic and wants to know that more, I I share a YouTube video of Stephen Porges. Okay. I'll share that with you actually. And Stephen Porges says, because I would go to these workshops and be, can you explain this? And I, I'm real geeky in sciencey. And then this this lady just said, Lorna, I've got to be honest with you. It's really complicated, and I struggle myself. Yeah. So watch Stephen Porges do it, and he struggles to explain it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I need to keep it simple, right? Yes. It's about let's look at these tools, and ultimately, um, especially with trauma survivors, I share this video and okay. what the light. What is the light opener is that when the freeze response happens, right? So say there has been a trauma and we could not get away. We could not say, no, we had no voice. There is an understanding there, understanding the vagus nerve that that kept me alive. That was a biological primal response because otherwise I may not have survived. I may have been killed. It was life threatening and all and also recently I did a training um and a lady was struggling to understand it she'd been doing these workshops and um she read something and then she shared that basically when someone in in the here and now maybe look had looked at her in a funny way and she was projecting that this person was thinking this that triggered that triggered for her uh, a response from the past yeah and being able to understand at a point of you know um, four decades of being a trauma survivor and thriver, and now educating people that actually that's what's happening to me. It puts yeah. it in frame about that's what's happening to me now. And now, what do I need to do to be well, to breathe, to move, to have choice, yeah. to be safe?
0: Okay, so to come out a freeze response really and get that voice back and that vocalization too.
1: Absolutely, okay. it's about vocalization, connecting. And Lou, if you think with lockdown, and I'm seeing this a lot in my work, and it it's awful that it's the lack of contact, the lack of eye contact, the lack of speaking, the lack of mirroring, right? You know, yes. Even if we're just with people, people are now turning away, dipping their heads, you yeah. know? Yeah. Well actually, where's the social contact? So we've got to work really hard right now, to educate people about the tools to get this vagus nerve vibrating, singing, singing moving. <sighs> yeah It's the most powerful tool for the next decade to educate people on.
0: Okay, wonderful. And, and I love
1: the work you're doing because you're doing this really well, beautifully, graphic, everything, keep going, I'm behind you all the way. Thank you, that's yeah. really lovely, thank you. Yeah.
0: So we've got some absolutely brilliant top tips already from you today. Thank you. You're welcome. Is there anything else that you'd like to share other than what you've shared already that you think is fundamental on our healing journey from trauma?
1: Yes, there is. And thank you for asking that. And it's about movement. Okay. Okay. So where movement comes in is if we are totally depressed, we don't want to go for a run. It's not happening. Right. Yeah. However, it's to understand about where movement, where movement helps us. Right. So if we are anxious, we're high, but if we are depressed, low no. down, yeah, there's no movement and a lack no. of thinking. So we're number one with movement when we begin to move and this may be gentle movement of the wrist, the feet, having it noticing where there's tension in our body Moving up to maybe, I might go for a walk in the morning. This may turn into a on Any movement we do is going to start to create natural serotonin in our brains. And it's to educate our clients and as many people as we can, including children, that the SSRIs, the antidepressants, are chemical serotonin. Yeah. What can we do to create natural serotonin? Movement is one option. Yes. Okay? One option. And another part of movement which is really important when we've had trauma, fight, flight, the freeze. Okay. There's something called the fascia in our body. This is under the skin. It's like a spider's web. It keeps us all together. That's what freezes. That's what becomes rigid. So think about how when we're not well, the body maybe it, it arches, it stiffens. Yeah. How can we begin to bring movement and wellness into there? Because the trauma, the hormones, it's it's the book, the body keeps the score and many books like this. um, The it's within the liquid within the fascia. So how can we move this? Okay. Okay. In the past, William Reich talked about something called character armor, right? And, And how we can start to bring it into awareness. So noticing that tension, noticing the stiffness and how, and it may just be stretching and reversing that, maybe that spine,
0: Yeah, there's there's a lot of things coming up for me at the moment and and hopefully uh, at some point soon and maybe by the time that this interview is out, the e-book will be out on the kind of 56 solutions to trauma that I've written about and one of them is Rolfing and I found personally Rolfing so powerful because it worked on the fascia and it worked on, and you know, I was a woman in my 30s whose shoulders, would you believe, were so rounded and so forward and so closed in, because I couldn't do that, yeah. you know, put my shoulders back and and you know my head up. It was all the other way around from just hiding, in essence.
1: Hiding, hiding, yes. and as clients and you know, also I'd highlight for your um your listeners who are all therapists so as we are therapists we in the counter-transference we will have our clients trauma in our bodies so noticing over time it it, it's like a deadness and actually William Reich as I'm sure this is why you've mentioned the rolfing he invented rolfing yeah and for anyone who doesn't know it's like being having a rolling pin and someone rolling you out your piece of tree yeah 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 yeah, so that, to bring attention to that, and, so it's movement, yes. movement. Lovely,
0: lovely. And I know this is a question that I ask a lot, but Trauma Thrivers is thriving for a reason. So I wonder what your take was, Lorna, on how we get people to do more than survive their trauma and what those steps are after becoming a survivor mm-hmm. into actually really being able to thrive, really being able to step into that position of, yeah, thriving and yeah. what that means to you really.
1: Yeah, and this is why I do the work and I'm inspired by, I work with the recovery college part um, and the NHS and this, they are all warriors. They are all... They are thrivers, And we all have bad days. And it's, it's about community, actually. Yes. It's about community. And the more we can... Everybody can begin to share these tools. Like I say, the books go at the back chapters. Yeah. It's all about light, movement, meditation, mind, body, breath. All of them. Yeah. All of this. Yeah. Yes. And really... For me, the steps are about giving people and educating people around tools that they can use to have a better day. They don't just involve the medical model and having a bag of tablets, which again, that may be fine. We may need that to function and that is okay. But it's around educating people that they have choice. And there's never been a better time for, for people. COVID, of course, is the worst time, but there's something where they may cross, I believe. Yes um where we have to get the messages out about moving breath educating the people so people need to understand the why so someone recently said to me hang on I had this therapist and my life was completely falling apart and she was getting me to bloody breathe you know and I've got to be honest I'm sort of glad the mindfulness things were kind of over the hill of that clients need to understand why and it's up you know you have to it's not for therapists just to hold this knowledge as some sort of dark art. No. We need to share it, make it simple, because everything's simple. Yes. Everything is simple, right? Yeah. So to keep it simple and give people the tools and share the tools and listen, because I've learned more from the groups that I work with at the NHS and the recovery college than are in any of those books.
0: Yeah, I yeah. agree with you. I agree with you. And for you now, what's next for you?
1: For me? Thank yes. you for asking. Um so I run workshops with therapists, but also I create a lot of videos to get these messages on YouTube to get these messages out. Um, really, as a therapist, as you'll know yourself, Lou, hundreds and hundreds of clients were often repeating a lot of the same stuff around <laughs> the body, anxiety and normalizing a lot of it. We need people to know this stuff because I yeah. wish I knew this stuff. When I, I was in my early twenties. Yeah, so do yeah. I. Know. Yeah, right. So I didn't know about food, sleep, alcohol, drugs. I didn't know what all this did to me. Nope. No. Luckily, young people now know a lot more than young people did when they were my age. Yeah,
0: uh,
1: when, when when I was that age. But it's to share these messages, to get them out and to encourage people to go to therapy, use these tools, understand why exercise is, is good. And yeah. Yeah, to give people the tools. So that's that's my work.
0: Yeah. And yeah. if people want to find out more about you, where can they find you?
1: Yep, you can just go on YouTube and look for the mind movement. Funnily okay. enough, the mind movement. I talk about movement. Yeah, no, know,
0: I love it. I love yeah. it. It's great. Yeah, so it you
1: just go on YouTube and there's lots of free resources there. There's some yoga, some movement. Um, yeah, so there's it's and that's free there.
0: Okay. And yeah. are you doing any trauma-informed yoga
1: classes at the moment online? I will be doing some from March. Okay. I, um, But I am doing CPD training. If people are interested or if people are yoga teachers are interested in mind-body connection. Yes. A workshop in January around integrating the body into our work.
0: Okay. And I would think that this podcast will be out around March so next year so 2021 this is recorded a bit in advance so you might be in the middle of doing all of that but they can go on to mymovement.co.uk can't they and find your schedule anyway
1: yeah and it's everything will be on YouTube and it's best just to use YouTube as the whole and then they're All going right. to get free resources and, and to be able to share them as well. Lovely. Thank you so much, Lorna. Oh, welcome. And Lou, listen, I really just want to say thank you for your interest in my work.
0: I well, really it's great.
1: Yeah. And yeah. also, well done for doing what you're doing. Keep going honestly you're doing you're doing a great job for the community as well thank you so Uh,
0: and we love having you or i love having you as part of that community and dipping into the trauma thrivers facebook group so thank you for that too we'll catch up soon
1: catch up soon go well take care thanks a lot take care Bye. bye
0: thanks so much for listening to today's podcast i hope it helped you in some way and i really hope to see you back here soon If you have anything to share on today's experience or podcast, please nip over to the YouTube channel or the Facebook group Trauma Thrivers and let us know there.